Welcome to the Melanin and Mindfulness Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Latavia Renee, the Melanin and Mindfulness Coach. This is a special reboot series or episode, I should say, for this podcast. And with me today, I have a very special guest, Pantene Milner. I'll give her a few moments to introduce herself and then we'll get started. Pantene. Hello, beautiful souls. My name is Pantene Milner. I am a wardrobe pillar and style wellness coach. I help women learn how to use their style as a wellness tool to overcome their self-limiting beliefs and to be the best versions of themselves by placing them on a path for them to achieve their dreams and their desires. So thank I, you so much for having me, Latavia. Thank you so much for being here. And I have to say that is so fascinating to me. Most of us, we we have a little bit of insight on what we like to wear and how we feel when we wear it. But you take things a little bit deeper. But I want to kind of back up to the beginning of your story. So tell me, how did this come about that using fashion and wardrobe is actually something that's a part of your coaching practice and a part of the way that you help women? So this journey actually started during a very tumultuous time in my life. It was very dark time. Um, and it was while I was going through divorce trauma, I was also enduring narcissistic abuse and found myself searching I was seeking for guidance. I was seeking for just really a way out and for me to be able to figure out different wellness tools for me to break away from what I was experiencing. So I just really wanted to get out of the, the world and go into my inner world. But really, it started there. But what helped me really be able to tap into the the tools, and especially for me to be able to use clothing as a tool, uh, was therapy. Therapy was my outlet. And it was my way of really learning why I was in a situation that I was in, why I was experiencing what I was experiencing. And at that point, um, there were some things that I was able to learn about myself and in different ways that I can be creative as therapy and as a healing form, right? And that was through my style. Like I love, I love style. And I started to practice letting go because I know that was a part of uh, what was important for me to, to heal was to let go. And one of the ways that I did practice doing that was by the using the clothing in my closet and letting go of all the clothes from my past and what I believe to be the past version of myself in order for me to become uh, the new version of myself and who I was in the now, right? Because I think that's so important for you to be able to know uh, or, or to really be present in order for you to even be able to move forward to becoming. And so, yeah, once I started to do that and then I would really consider and think about what I'm wearing in order for me to feel good, because again, it was very dark times and, and I needed something. I needed, I needed that outlet and I found it in my, in my clothing. 
Yeah. That's so, so that's pretty much how it, yeah. And, and that's really where wardrobe healer came from as well, because I was like, wow, I'm really healing myself using my wardrobe and, and thinking about what I'm going to wear, even to court. I would really consider and think about like how I wanted to feel, how I wanted to show up mm-hmm. and how I wanted to present myself while going out. So, yeah. Do you ever find yourself, if you're watching like maybe a court case or something on TV, do you notice, because they do often advise clients on what to wear, what colors to wear, what colors to avoid, and even politically, uh, when someone's running for office, uh, they'll have them wear certain things, certain colors. Do you find yourself keenly aware of that and analyzing that when you watch these different scenarios? Absolutely. Um, Every time that I am watching something, I really pay close attention to what they wear and the intention behind what they're wearing. Like I end up creating like these stories in my in my head, like, oh, they're probably wearing that color because of this or they're probably wearing that style because of this. Um, so I, I definitely believe that I'm intuitive or being very intuitive in that sense because I know the psychology behind it. And then also just coming from the background of image consulting and wardrobe styling, um, that is really something that we're hired for, right? We're hired to be able to know what to wear for what whatever the occasion is. So yeah, and then again, how you want to um, be perceived, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I like to look at it as, again, the way that you perceive yourself is how others are going to perceive you. So, yeah, yeah, so important. Yeah. <laughs> Very essential. So that brings up another point, another point. You brought up, and I don't want to gloss over this, the intention behind what you're wearing, the intention. Yeah. So I'm curious, just... Just to look at me today, what would you say that my intention might have been when I got dressed for this interview? So I would say that your intention was to uh, feel comfortable, uh, feel calm, and you wanted to be able to present yourself in a way that Uh, really upheld your position, your position as a podcast host, as someone who uh, really holds a lot of love and pride in what she does and what she conveys to her audience. So that is coming across for me when it comes to what you're wearing. So you can tell me if I'm from writer. <laughs> that is spot on. It really is. is, it? It really is. Oh, and I was curious my. as to what, what you might say, because another color that I am drawn to a lot, like if I don't wear an actual like color that pops like the teal or the, the red yeah. or, you know, a bright yellow or something, I tend to wear gray a lot. Yeah, me too. I love gray. I love gray. <laughs> and it's and it calming is, it, to me. It is calming. It's, um, yeah, it's uh, also another one of those healing colors. Mm. Um, it's also a neutral. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. What does red represent? Because sometimes I feel I feel a good red. Yeah, red is definitely one of those power colors. Mm, okay. uh, one of those colors that do um, show confidence mm-hmm. or okay. that the perception of, you know, confidence. 
and also romance romance instead okay. of saying sexy i'll yeah. say romance <clears throat> yeah i was aware the of the of romance, romance but i don't know that if yeah. i was aware of like the power which that's another thing that's really interesting to me because i when i had when i first sat down in front of the camera i had on this it was a a very neutral brown color uh-huh. and i didn't it didn't feel right and so i got up like right before you got on to go and put on lipstick and then i was like okay i feel right now yeah <laughs> so i because think maybe also that we- power was missing with just my calm and i wanted a little calm and a little power maybe so. yeah you wanted that the balance and i feel like too when it comes to the color red because we know that's the root right uh that's a part of the roots so that's also a color of grounding it's it's the root is cultural as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. and so red is a very uh cultural color too mm-hmm. so it yeah not a culture you had me reading all like all every book i can get my hands on about colors <laughs> and stuff <laughs> you've opened yeah. up a whole new bag of curiosity for me i love learning new things and this just got pushed up on the list of things to research and pay attention to. Yeah, because another thing, too, you want to think about as well when it comes to colors, why um, certain colors are are used over other colors, too. That's something Mm -hmm. else to consider Mm -hmm. uh, because it, yeah, there's, it's it's, again, intention, intention behind it and in what ways are you looking to empower? Yeah. Interesting, because now you've got me thinking about it in terms of branding and everything. Yeah. So now yeah. I'm looking at this background that I made and looking at the colors going, hmm. Um, and then pretty much every color that I mentioned is here. The teal, it is. <laughs> the teal. red and yeah. the bandana, the yellow. Yeah. Blue, like every color that I have mentioned is actually yeah. represented. So you definitely have some attention behind it, whether you were conscious of it or not. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So you said something that really struck a chord with me and it's because I think a lot of us experience this, but perhaps we don't, we're not particularly aware of it. So you said that you kind of got rid of all of that clothing that was connected to who you were in the past or the experiences that you had in the past. Yeah. And I never really consciously thought about that. I can definitely look at my own journey and see where in different stages of my life, my whole entire style changed. The way that I express myself in my clothing and in what I wear completely changed. And I don't think I ever really thought about how incredibly connected that is to our personality and to the evolution of of becoming better versions of ourselves every single day. And the way you pointed that out, it just clicked like, oh, that there's a really strong connection there. And that is why, you know, wardrobe healing works. It does. (laughs) It really really does. It's also energy. You know, our clothing is energy. Everything around us is energy. And so I think even really understanding the power of how clothing can really determine our feelings and our mood and our emotions and, you know, Mm. and, and, and how other people perceive us as well. So it's like, first, our the perception we have of ourselves is how we're going to dress and then how people perceive us is how they are going to be either attracted or not attracted. Right. And I love the way you pointed out that it has a lot to do with the energetic presentation of it. So, yeah. you know, just just a caveat, just to say this 
for clarification, it's not so much about about the look as far as maybe being a people pleaser or being vain about it. It really is about the energy. It really is about the energetic presentation that that brings to you and that that gives off from you when other people come in contact with you. So if you're listening to us and you're thinking, you know, this is so vain. No, I want you to think about it on another level, that energetic level. It really does make a difference. Right. And just kind of, you know, you can evaluate yourself and see where this makes a difference. And and if you think about it, even in society in general, we wear different things for different occasions. And really this is the reason behind the reason that we um, we may never pay attention to. For an example of something that that happened to me years ago, I had this job, I won't say uh, what job it was, great company that I worked for to be quite honest. But um, at one point, we were able to kind of wear our own thing, just as long as you kept things professional and you you followed the dress code. And then for some reason, they decided to put us all in these uniforms. <laughs> they could not have picked a wow. worse uniform. And I'm really just now kind of really understanding what was happening during this time. But I can remember getting up to go to work in the morning and putting on the uniform and literally just feeling like all the energy (laughs) being sucked out of me. Like it changed my whole mood before going to work. And I hated it. It just, just an outfit. And I remember thinking to myself, this is kind of, you know, silly that I feel this dejected, (laughs) you know, energetically, just because I put on this uniform top to go to work. The job didn't change. The people that I worked with didn't change. Our amazing customers didn't change. It literally was just when I put that on and saw myself in the mirror, it took away something from me that I really didn't recover from. I ended up, you know, I stayed there as long as I could. I probably worked there two or three years after that changed, but I thought about it. I'm not even exaggerating every single day that I put on that uniform to go to work and I don't miss it. (laughs) When I left, it was one of the best things about it was going to another place where I didn't have to wear that uniform. And I really didn't think about it at the time that it, it probably, I'm very, and you and I have spoken about this before. I am very energetically sensitive. I'm, I'm yeah. highly empathetic and very inter- energetically sensitive. And I think even the color of it might have been part of the issue because it's not yeah. a color that I tend to wear. So I'm curious from you and your line of work, do you notice this with yourself or with your clients? How even just it could be the same thing, but maybe uh-huh. even a different color that'll have a different impact on that person's mood or how they're being perceived. Absolutely. Um, well, first, I wanted to address even address what you mentioned about like the, this this job that decided to really take away your individuality like that's and I think that is um energetically where you felt drew the line and you felt disconnected because that individuality who uh is truly like your your soul you know that's that's part of your soul um to be taken away and also the limitation that is placed on not allowing someone to be free to be themselves. Right. Um, Good point. Good point. And so that's what I thought. And, and, and 
also when we talk about, again, we talk about clothing and we talk about being able to be free to wear whatever you feel free in, um, there is psychology behind clothing. Um, and, and clothing is a is a big part of us. It's a big part of our daily lives. And like it was mentioned earlier, is like it's it's part of your evolution. It's your journey, and that's why even my the the name of my brand is Journey Your Style for that reason because it's 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 a journey. So in, in terms of the color. I truly believe that we all have certain colors that mirror our souls, that we are connected to, again, going back to individuality, colors that really speak to our contributions to the world. So that is something that is definitely part of, is a huge part of what we discuss and talk about even when it comes to like what your style is or and and not just based on your personality but also based on who you are right so there may be certain colors that like tell me what what color do you like what one color can you think of at the top of your head that anytime you put this color on you feel good you feel like yourself uh, you feel like you're attracting the right type of energy. People are attracted. The right type of people are attracted to you or who you believe aligns with who you are and your beliefs. Like what, co- what color is that? For me, that actually changes. It really does with the seasons and with my mood. So my favorite uh-huh. color is actually red. Um, so a lot of times I wear red lipstick. And I found out when I was probably in my 30s that I had... And Aunt Ruth, who wore red lipstick all the time. So when I would see someone from the previous generation in my family and they would see me in the red lipstick, they'd be like, Aunt Ruth. And I don't, (laughs) I've never seen her. I don't know what she looks like, but apparently she wore red lipstick quite a bit. But lately I have been drawn to teal. Teal is like the color for, for me right now. And it's probably been that way for probably the last five or six months. And why is that? I'm really not sure How does it make you feel? I was just going to say, I think it's a calming color for me right now. Okay. It has this balance of energy and calm. So I feel energetic, but not like a nervous tension type of energetic. A a calmness that allows me to be my own type of energetic, if that makes sense. But that's It makes a lot of sense. If it makes sense to you, it makes sense. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I received and, that. So, yeah, that's the color for the season right now. It used to be, I mean, it has gone through red prior to teal. It was yellow a lot. I wore a lot of yellow. It just uh-huh. made me feel happy. Um, yeah. and it was during a time where I was around my birthday, around like February, mine and my father's birthday. Uh, he is now deceased. That was the color that I wore quite a bit because it just made me feel happier, made me feel better. So this I is actually that. the first uh, melanin in mindfulness podcast episode that I'll be recording um, since he has passed. The last one was recording uh, that. But yeah, yellow was that season color. and now it's teal. Teal is the color. And, and you know, as you mentioned how those colors made you feel, those colors are, they are, that, that's the true meaning behind those colors. That's the psychology behind those colors. Teal is calm. Yellow is a color of happiness. So 
I think be mindful of that, of why you're wearing some co- certain colors. Like, what is your intention? You know, anytime that whatever you wear, whatever you choose to wear for the day, what is your intention behind it? And even like the, the whatever your morning routine or your morning ritual is before. And however that particular morning ritual made you feel, it's important for you to carry that same feeling into your day by what you choose to surround yourself with, what you choose to clothe yourself with. So for me, when it comes to the colors that I wear, it is intentional because the colors that I wear is based on not only how I want to feel, but also how I want the clothing to appear on me. You know, I want my, I want the colors to uh, make compliment my skin tone, right? Uh, and also I want the color to really help me shine, help me shine even more and to really speak to who I am and what I contribute to the world. So I wear, as an example, I love wearing gold. I love wearing gold. Why? Because gold is royalty. Mm-hmm. Gold is uh, sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Gold is healing. So if you notice some of the words that I'm mentioning, those are also who I see myself as. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why it is it's powerful. Um, or it's important for you to harness the power of clothing by wearing what, again, speaks true to you and your soul right. and your spiritual self. Yeah, it's interesting to me that you bring up gold and that you bring up royalty because I have been experimenting. I have a very close friend that she and I have been studying certain things together. And the other day she asked me, she's like, you seem to be really sensitive. Do you ever pick up on people's auras? And I was like, I never really thought about it. And she said, I I honestly think that you do. And she said, "Um, do you pick up anything from me? And I said, you know, I wasn't aware that I was until you asked. But as soon as you asked, the color blue came to mind. And she actually mm-hmm. told me that that actually was her color. Like that was what it's her strongest chakra is that one. And that was what I was picking up on. So I'm curious to know from you, do you wear a lot of purple or is purple anywhere on your list of favorite colors? It is. It is. That's the <laughs> color that I pick up from you. Like when you were speaking, before you even mentioned gold, I thought, you, I was thinking, I wonder purple. what hers is. And purple is the color that came up. And I thought about biblically speaking that purple is the color of royalty. So when you yeah. say gold and royalty, I thought, okay, this makes sense. You, you know what's interesting is that I don't have a lot of purple in my wardrobe anymore. But I do identify with that color and especially because that color really to me represents my inner child because that was the color that I loved when I was a little girl like I loved purple like you know how a lot of girls like pink I loved purple purple was my jam and even I remember my bedroom when my mom uh, my mom was like allowing for my sister and I to paint, you know, our, our, or choose the color that we wanted our room to be. And I chose purple. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's fascinating. Uh-huh. 
Fascinating. <laughs> so I want to, well, not really switch gears. This is really along the same lines, but I'm curious if you had a client that came to you that said, I have to do a presentation and I want to come across as bold and mm-hmm. confident, but my current wardrobe doesn't really express that. Where mm-hmm. would you start with bringing that person to the place where they're able to express outwardly what they would want to express, be that through their wardrobe, through the way they carry themselves, or, or where is the ground floor? Where would you start that process? From the root, it would appear to me that there's some blockage and there's a reason why they don't feel confident. Because I, I don't believe that you should wear clothing to, to feel confident if you, you know, on, on the outside, if you don't feel confident on the inside. Um, I believe that it defeats the purpose. So going back to the vein, you know, going mm-hmm. back to, you know, the the wearing clothing is vain or like, or wanting to look good is vain. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you look good based on how you feel, right? If you, f- if you feel good, then you're going to look good. Mm-hmm. Um, and energetically, if you really don't feel good, but you look good, it's going to show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's what's going to, because it's, it's all, it's law of attraction. So that's what we would first really uh, tackle. We would start with groundwork. Like mm-hmm. what is the reason why you don't feel like you are confident enough to show up in a, in a room and, and, and really not just show up in a room, but show up for yourself. So that, yeah, I would, I would say that that would be the thing that we would first um, start with. Um, and then also, because the other thought that I, that I have and would have is that why isn't your current clothing representing the person who you want to be right. or you desire to be? Because want is means we it's it's almost like we're saying we it's don't have right already right mm-hmm. so desire why don't you already have clothing that represents who you desire to be so it's a lot of different like you know nuances to it because again I'm calling myself a wardrobe pillar you know so we're not going to start from the outside we're going to start from the inside mm-hmm. and we're and and again starting with the root and then work our way up to the crown to where it's like, okay, now I understand that it starts, it first starts with a feeling. And then I wear clothing that is going to activate that feeling mm-hmm. and also attract what I I want and need to attract yes. or desire to attract. I love that, especially because it goes back to what we were talking about. Uh, earlier about it being a journey and yeah. that we've been able to look at our wardrobe and, and we realize okay that's not me anymore like you put it on doesn't exactly. feel right because there was an interchange that now you're you're going to express outwardly and yeah. I don't even I don't even know that we make a decision all the time it's just that it changes on the inside and then you just naturally are going to gravitate to that new level to the expression. So definitely, um, definitely starting with the inside makes so much sense. And, and I love the way you said it. Many of us have heard, if you look good, you feel good. 
And yeah. the first place that I heard that literally was, oh gosh, where were we? I think we were in Texas, but I don't remember what part of Texas, but there was a shoe shiner like on the side. And he said that a lot. You look good, you feel good. And of course, it made sense for his marketing to tell people, okay, let me shine yeah. your shoes because they look good, you'll feel better. Uh, and there yeah. may be some, there may be some truth to that indeed. But yes. you said yes. if I feel better, I'm going to look better. And that yeah. is. I was going to say also true, but I'm going to say that's even more true because once you do that inner work, that outward expression is so natural, so natural to you. your point. You know, once you've done that inner work, that person's going to have no problem walking out on that stage, giving that presentation or whatever it is with their their confidence intact and naturally going to gravitate energetically, as we've already alluded to to the wardrobe that expresses that naturally. So it's almost as if you could look in my closet and tell me my story. (laughs) Like look in there and go, okay, I can see what may be going on internally or emotionally or or whatever. And that to me is incredibly fascinating. I'm going to look at my closet as soon as we finish this. (laughs) Yeah. Cause there's times when you may look at your closet and, and you may not put something on because you already know before you put it on, just by looking at it, that it's not you. It doesn't represent where you are, who right. you're becoming. Right. And yeah. I'm just becoming really aware of where, while we're talking about this, that there are days when I'll go and I'll open the closet, walk in there and just kind of look around and feel for what I want to wear. Because, you know, yeah. there may not be any specific thing that I'm doing or any specific way that I've want to look but there it's always a specific way I want to feel I'm just going to be honest about it there's always a way that I would like to feel and sometimes I do find myself you know in the closet and I put on something look in the mirror and it's not always that I'm looking at the outfit I'm really looking at me and it doesn't really sit right that's how you get that pile of clothes on the bed and you back in your closet grabbing Uh because that just didn't that didn't do it so this is really eye-opening and incredibly fascinating. What an amazing genre of coaching and helping other people to heal and to move through their own journey. Um, you know, some of these things, the most beautiful things that we do in our lives come out of very tragic places. I really do hate that uh, you had to go through a divorce. I have never gone through a divorce, but I have seen and I have worked with so many people before, during and after uh, and throughout different stages where they knew they were heading into a divorce. And it is an incredibly intense journey. It's a journey that really does often make you question everything. And actually, you know, you have to find yourself reinventing from the ashes if you will and so yeah especially with a child you know mm-hmm. because I have a that's 11 a whole year other old level <laughs> and yeah so it's like mm-hmm. you know like where am I gonna be like who am I gonna be and mm-hmm. and as a result who is where and who is he gonna be you know like right. and, and and especially because you have this this fantasy, right? Because I, that's what I, I believe it is, this fantasy of, you know, I want my child to grow up in the same household with both parents, you know? Like, you want that, that for your child. Mm-hmm. And 
when that doesn't happen, then yeah, the questions start rolling in. Like, why? Like, why is this happening? Why isn't what I wanted or what I felt I needed, why and, and what I felt I uh, wanted and needed for my seed, why isn't this plan panning out? And when you get to the other side of it, you're like, wow, okay, God, <laughs> okay, universe, <laughs> yeah. like I see you, right. I see what you did there, right. and and you know, and then you 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 grow to have this appreciation and gratitude for having gone through that in order for you to get to where you are today. And that's, I I have no regrets. I have no regrets in a silly because now I really believe I found my purpose. I found my purpose. Yeah. That's beautiful. There are so many times and so many stories that, like I said, that we build such wonderful things out of them. You, while Me you're too. in the middle of the storm. We know, allow it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then when you get to, like you said, the other side, I often ask people or when I'm talking about living through fear, leveraging fear, because what I did was I leveraged my fear. We always, you know, hear people talk about getting rid of it or all of these things. And I simply at that time could not get rid of it. And so I thought I'm going to have to change this from a liability to leverage. And it's that thing when you get on the other side of your fear, there's so much freedom. And I think it's the same with some of these, these dark spots, if you will, in our journey, Uh that when we get on the other side, the Mm -hmm. light is so much brighter than we ever dreamed it Mm -hmm. could be. And I think we're aware of that because of the thing we went through. And just for clarity, I'm not a advocate of, you know, uh, God or the universe beats us around to get us to a point. No, life happens. And there are things, there are things that we go through that we get to make a choice as to how we're going to experience it. We get to make a choice as to what we're going to do with the things that happened to us that we were not consciously aware of controlling or simply just did not have control of and we get to make a decision am I going to let this thing break me or I'm going am I going to take all the pieces and build something even more beautiful with it and I must say it appears that you chose the latter of the two you decided to build something incredibly beautiful for yourself and for your son which I have Somewhat met. I've met him in the background. I've seen you interact <laughs> with him. And it's just, I remember one of the first times we were uh, in another group call together. And I remember celebrating like, oh my gosh, the way that you interact with your son and what you're putting into him mm-hmm. for the next generation is fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. That's making me emotional. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yeah, thank well you. Done. And I like to call it like turning my pain into gold. Yes. That's what I believe I did. And I'm really, I'm proud of myself and I celebrate myself for, for that, mm-hmm. for yes. being able to not only just do something for myself, but create uh, something that is going to help the collective because yeah. it's something that we really need, you know, for yeah. our, at this time, we need this shift. 
from the material world to the spiritual world and it's already happening, you know? Mm -hmm. And so to be able to be the physical guide for that um, is something that I really hold near and dear to my heart. Indeed. Yeah. Wonderful. I know that we've already discussed this, but just to bring everyone else in, I remember when we first met, I was like, this is someone who energetically is someone that I want to be connected with. I just knew. I just knew. So, you know, we got on the phone. I had like a, what, a three-hour phone call. <laughs> <laughs> it was And discovered we had much in common, uh, yeah. especially spiritually and energetically, um, a, a lot in common. And we both have this deep, ingrained passion for helping the Black community, helping uh, Black and Brown people navigate this world and, and live their best life, have their best experiences, and, and be able to express themselves in the highest way possible. Yeah. So it, it is wonderful to find another person who feels as passionately about that as I do, and in, in especially such a unique way. I think it's absolutely beautiful. Um, so yeah, whenever I come to visit, like I'm bringing suitcases, I'm like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> Open this up and see what's I going on you. inside. <laughs> yeah. I want to thank you so much for your time. Is there, do you have any final words or final thoughts that you would like to leave with the audience before we close? I'm sure I have a lot of, there's always different things that just be floating around in my mind and, uh, Gosh, I'm trying to really think of something that is is coming up for me. Uh, I would say that regardless of the condition, you can feel good. Regardless of the condition, you can feel good. That's what's coming up for me right now. And that really speaks to my path and journey and just really how I was able to get to where I am today was by feeling good, regardless of what I was experiencing with my divorce trauma and narcissistic abuse. And I saw firsthand how law of attraction really works and how law of correspondence really works, where it's how you respond is exactly what you're going to get. So choose how you respond. I love it. And that. I'll leave it there. <laughs> I have nothing to add to that. Yeah. That was so beautifully put. Thank beautifully you. put. Thank you so much for being here with us. To our listeners, thank you so much for joining this episode of the Melanin in Mindfulness podcast. You have been under the wisdom of Pantene Milner. On the next episode of the Melanin in Mindfulness podcast, Pantene Milner will be back with us with a special announcement that you don't want to miss.